Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. At the very least, she deserves for her boyfriend not to f*** her friends. Welcome back to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry. We just got to get the fuck into it. Um, hell. I understand how old. Hell. What the fuck? On Friday night, we were all alerted to the fact that some mustachioed idiot and a bitch named Rachel were laying it low and spreading it wide all over America, right in front of everybody and in front of the actual, one of the very few actual humans on reality TV. Queen icon ariana maddox uh join with me to talk about this is my good sis chai because i knew that what this man deserved was not the wrath of one black woman but two at the same time chai hello welcome girl let's get into it (laughs) i'm so furious while simultaneously just like is this real i but of course it's real it's confirmed but it's so unbelievable I cannot believe this. I am uh, pissed beyond belief. Like, I cannot, like, why would he do this to my good bitch? Why would he do this? You two, couple of lint lickers. How dare you? How dare you? This is actually worse than anything Jax did. When is it going to be enough for men? Honestly, like... When is it enough? Beyonce is not enough. Megan Fox is not enough. Tom, you got a fucking blonde bisexual baddie with a naturally fat ass, and that was not enough for you. Men are sick. They're greedy, and they're sick. I really, like, 
I thought Tom Sandoval was better than this. And I really like him too. Liked, liked. No, listen, me too. Me too. And like, I'm going to say the following because like a lot of people have been like, girl, how are you finding out this stuff? I got to add some context. Okay. Like I'm friendly with Ariana and I have been for years, but like we have a mutual friend. She has been there this whole time. And I know for a fact (laughs) that if she did not like and trust Tom implicitly, I would have known that and it would have been a fucking problem. So like, this is so you guys for real out of left field. I'm like genuinely so shocked and disgusted. Okay. So you're saying like your friend was like, there was never an inkling of no. Cause I was like, maybe Ariana has been presenting more secure in her relationship for TV or maybe just like projecting that, but I, everyone seems to be shocked though. Like, yes. Yes. So out of left field. So, I mean, if you don't know the story, I can't imagine that you don't, that you don't at this point, but um, she was, you know, went Wednesday, Vanderpump was filming or not filming. They were, um, airing, uh, Tom had his stupid concert. She was there front row supporting him. I, I was tweeting about the show. She was tweeting me back. Like there's no possible way that she could have been there and doing all that. If she had an idea, like there's no way, you know, it's, true. I, it's, it's so sick. It's so like beyond, I, I, vile vile bitch so i'm looking at like is this all donald trump's fault it he doesn't help like is it like okay she can't do her pageants anymore so now she's trying to like really like how do i solidify myself onto the show it's so sick for me and it's like it's been the the seven months of it all exactly like let's even go back to you tom paying for her engagement oh god yikes what like the tens plus thousands of dollars that he invested into her engaging getting engaged to some other dude and and how that could have possibly planted the seed but yeah for the fact that this has been going on for seven months possibly even longer than that seven months lines up pretty much directly to them filming season 10 um you know july 19th was at daily mail party and the, it in the other thing for me is like the playing right in her face like y'all were she's thinking your friends raquel you're going on podcasts even like a few days ago being like no the friendship that i have with ariana and sheena is actually real not like the one that i have with katie she's not a friend to me but ariana really is she's been there for me through the ups and downs and that was just a couple days ago a couple days ago y'all like the audacity you were hanging out taking pictures together going to events like without an idea in the world that you would like be in her house when she was not there or sometimes when she was fucking it's making my, it's turning my stomach like it's literally turning my stomach i i mean how can you even 
and like it's this is such a su- fucked up situation that i'm now like trying to justify like i'm now having to be like okay we can't live in the regular world we're like just maybe you shouldn't have cheated on her we could have tried that but like now i'm in this fucked up space of like did you have to do it with somebody she knew and thought that she was a friend to and thought was a friend to her did you have <sighs> to do it in her house did you, could you have not done it on like one of your stupid tours of your cover band but no you're flying her out to these stops like people are seeing her in november wait 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 wait. tell me that part explain that no no people are now saying coming out of the woodwork saying oh i was at a show in november um i forgive me there's a tiktok account um and they said they were at the show in november in roseville california like three hours away from los angeles that uh raquel was there by herself no other cast members not ariana she was up in the you know balcony and you know allegedly she was wasted like so wasted that after they had a conversation with her and took a picture as they posted that um she basically was like security escorted her away and was like oh nobody else can talk to her because she was so drunk um there was another person who said that they saw her i don't know where they were like maybe in illinois or something on december 30th she was there there were multiple times where she's been at his shows standing right next to ariana oh having a good key let's let's raise a glass to each other like i think about when i i so i rewatched but they've taken it down it's not on the bravo app anymore the uh, watch what happens live with raquel Mm. and sheena well that doesn't matter because it's everywhere else right and (laughs) the good thing is like i've been saving them on my dvr forever like like this is the one time it's come in handy that I have 500 hours of Watch What Happened Live <laughs> on my DVR. Right. So I went back and I was watching it and I'm just thinking about, okay, she did say she has a group chat with Schwartz and Sandoval. Mm-hmm. Which then made me feel very like, it's one thing if Schwartz knew, which I'm sure he did to some level, I don't know for how long, but the group chat of it all and how often you guys are interacting together, I'm like, is all of this a setup to have everyone look away? Like whatever this that's called. Scheme, <laughs> this is a scheme that Todd set up to come to, to, come to us with the bit. bullshit. What is this? Like, yeah, let's get into the shorts of all. Cause like the math is not mathing for me. Like, I don't know how it's possible that he would not have had any clue about this as Sandoval stated in his uh, iOS press release, stupid. Which that shit bullshit. pissed me off so much because I was like, first off, trying to guilt us into still supporting Schwartz. We don't like Schwartz either. Yeah. Okay, so telling us that like you have business parts or Schwartz. Greg, we don't know that man and we do not care. And, and the rest care. of the workers will be fine. You know why? Because it's a restaurant job. By noon, everyone could get a new job. Like, for real. I It's so... I, I, I don't even know how it would be possible. Okay, let's get into this. Like... Now, you know, I'm not even going to say apology. It was a statement that Tom put on his uh, Instagram. Uh, This was Saturday night. He goes, hey, I fully understand and deserve your anger. You are anger and disappointed towards me. But please leave Schwartz, my friends and family out of this situation. If we want to do a Schwartz counter, let's start with this at one. Okay. Um, Ariana, (laughs) zero. Schwartz one, Ariana zero. We're, let's go to sentence two. Schwartz two, specifically only found out about this very recently and most definitely did not condone my actions. This is a very personal thing. 
Also, Schwartz and Sandy's S3 might have my name on it, but also there are three other partners and 20 employees who especially rely on the restaurant for income for them and their families. Just like Tom Tom, that might as well be four. I'm a small part of a much bigger thing. Please direct your anger towards me and not them. They did nothing wrong. I'm sorry that my partners, Greg, Brett, the manager, let's score one on the board for him. Wait, Brett, hero. is it the old Brett that was on the show before? Mm-mm. No, the Brett, the new manager of Schwartz and Sandy's. Okay. The guy that we've seen like we twice. And so we don't care because out. we don't know him. We don't care about that man. Yeah, yeah. So um, Schwartz is, is at four. Um, Brett, one. Greg, one. Ariana, zero still. Okay, let's finish this. Um, uh, apologies to Schwartz. That's number five. Uh, and our employees have to suffer from my actions. I will be taking a step back and taking a hiatus out of respect for my employees and partners. I need some time to address everything else. Sorry for everything. And that's it. So let's just say um, goose egg to my girlfriend of nine years. Uh, so much love to Schwartz. Please don't be mad at him. Please don't be mad at my employees. I'm so sorry. Schwartz and Sandy's Tom, Tom, Greg, Brett, nothing for Ariana. Fuck you. Crazy. Crazy. Insane. Insane. Let's just go to the Schwartz and Sandy's IG uh, press release about this, okay? In light of the recent news, we appreciate the many words of support, but we also understand the outpouring of outrage that has been directed towards our business. However, those uh, of us who are not famous have dedicated our time, <laughs> hearts, and money to make this restaurant a reality. We too are disappointed by the current situation, as Ariana has been a good friend and a great supporter of the restaurant. We appreciate that you may feel a certain way, but please understand that the livelihoods of others depend on this business. And there are far more people involved in this venture than just Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz. And that they knew uh, to mention Schwartz in there too, because we don't fuck with him either. All right. right. <laughs> um, so like for them to like be like, she's such a good friend and a great supporter of this business. And for Tom to just say nothing and for him to be like, oh, I fully understand and deserve your anger or disappointment. Okay, well, you really didn't feel that way when you were flitting away three hours after all this news came out, flitting on the stage like some old-ass Harry Styles on pre-workout singing Incubus songs. You didn't really seem that sorry then, bitch. Let's talk about that. Like, how dare you cheat on that woman while she supported you through all that bullshit? Like, do you know what it is to have your grown grown ass boyfriend who first off um how long has sandy been lying about his age I don't, um, because I don't know. the fact that reports are coming out with 39 it's not adding up for me it's not like <laughs> that man is into his 40s for sure so let's just say that but for you to be a grown man in your 40s with a cover band and taking it so seriously like girl choreo we've you've got a whole um moment happening with the eye makeup like an era and, and these moody photos that you're doing ew humiliating girl. ew ew and and let the record reflect that those pictures that they showed of him like paycheck allegedly moving out on friday was not him moving out that was his merch that he was bringing to the show he still thought y'all were gonna buy his merch and you probably did because i didn't Which hear a mad- whole i didn't hear any booing at that show and you know what usually i'm not like oh let's go to do things and pay for things and troll people but y'all really dis- disappointed me because i would have been like boo i would have brought pots and pans 
the whole time. Like I did okay. see people chanting Ariana, Ariana, and then he's like, we love her, which pissed me off. Fuck you. You don't know what love is. This is so, you're, you're a devious little bitch. Devious. Like, the, and now that they're talking about they want to be together. Be together. Oh, no. No. Like, this is so, it's so foul. Vile. From the from these matching um, lightning bolt necklaces to signal that you love each other. Like, your fucking West Side Story. Like, get out of here. Get out of here. The, the fact that this has been going on for so long that you guys think that this is going to be something <laughs> and no, where well. are you guys gonna live where, where do you think we're gonna let y'all exist together as a couple not not on this show no okay because nobody's watching that we're not gonna watch you sit here and try to like play house with Raquel we're not doing it not no. doing it absolutely not absolutely not you guys can go on WeTV where you belong, okay? <laughs> exactly. I, At this point, honestly, like, I don't want any... The only thing ready to book him better be like, Iyanla fix my life. That's the only thing I'm willing to watch Tom on. He better talk into a hole. You better talk I need Iyanla to literally, like, knock their heads together. I... I just like cannot believe that she would just like play in her face like that like this is so dastardly like he hates her Tom hates Ariana this is the behavior of somebody who hates somebody else this is not like oh I love somebody else and the things just got away from me and we're setting these seeds in the in the media of like oh we were gonna tell her oh were you Oh, we were planning on telling her okay oh thank you thank you so much thank you so much for your plans right like go. i'm so mad that they even bothered to tell us that it didn't work like what what are we supposed to, oh well you i'm glad you planned to tell her yeah at some point oh okay after seven months of our <laughs> like and, uh, and how convenient you were just you, oh you just so happened to decide in the last few weeks that you were gonna do it oh exactly right but also like okay so who is Raquel well Rachel like what is she because I'm so right like it's the level of diabolical you have to be sitting next you're sitting next to Ariana who's one of the only people who've been nice to you consistently like in a real consistent genuine way looking her in the face knowing that you are doing that like who are you the only person who really hasn't sat on here and called you stupid like they fucking should have. Because you sure are. Like, this shit is so, it's so foul. It's beyond, dude. Like, you couldn't just be a regular uh, girl. And and you were sitting here, like, having this whole, you're telling Allie, oh, I just want you to know that James cheated on me with somebody else. And doesn't that, have, does that change anything for you? Does it change anything for you? Right. Uh, I can't believe she made it. She wanted us to care about that, which nobody did. I'm like, <laughs> you're sitting in the same conversation where you're looking Katie in the face, which that already had pissed me off. Like I was on my last straw with her for the fact that like, I don't care that you're not friends with Katie. I don't care. It's the fact that you like, you're friends enough to come sit down with her. Now I two two sit downs yep. to tell her that you want to kiss her ex-husband. 
No. <laughs> it, it's crazy. Where you're like, how bold is she? But then you're like, is she like so stupid? Or is it like, There's could Raquel have benefited her. from an evaluation somewhere? Like, is there no. like a diagnosis for this? No, like, like, what is Legitimately, this? there's something concerningly wrong with this. Like, I'm not even joking. This is weird. This is weird behavior. Like, do you want to be on three seasons of TV that badly? Right. Okay, so like the whole Oliver thing, we haven't even gotten to, right? Like on the show. Right. And I know Sheena's done a lot of defending of her being like, that was not her fault. She's not a homewrecker. He lied to her. He lied to her. Raquel would never do that. Raquel would never do that. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Ar- Oliver is Garcelle Beauvais' son. He works in the Vanderpump Vegas uh, spot. So next week when they go to Las Vegas, I think uh, Lala and Raquel are going to both make out with him, but he was was still with his wife at the time. So, Oh, I didn't even know about Lala. <laughs> yeah, I think they both do. Um, oh, that's <laughs> weird. <laughs> well, that's Lala. I... I, I... <laughs> And now it's like, okay, they've given Lala something to be so happy about. <laughs> Where it's, it's almost up. just like, obviously, like every time I see Lala like post something now, it's like, let me see what she's going to say. But I'm also annoyed at the fact that like, she's giddy. She's thrilled. And and I want to say the same thing about Peter. Like, we don't need you posting videos of you at Sir taking a sip out of whatever whiskey and and being like, oh, what happened? Nothing with you, Peter. Shut up. And we, I don't like Peter because Peter gives date rape vibes to me anyway. Like he grosses me out. He scares me. I don't like him. Like there is just like, there, we're a couple years away from a bunch of allegations coming out. Like I just see him as just like, ugh, we don't want to hear from you. I don't trust a man who can't figure out what's going on with his hair. It's that been part. years now. Figure it and out. I, I just have never seen him as attractive. He's too just... Is the reason he's a pass around of the group. Like everyone, when they're single, you just like stop over at his. Yeah, I mean, let's a record reflect, Peter. None of what's going on um, changes anything about our opinion with you. You're still, you're still ran through, okay, Peter. But that's neither here nor there. I love when you call men ran through. People need to do that more. <laughs> they deserve it. <laughs> yes. No, that needs to be like he's ran through as hell. It as hell as hell. Um, I would also let, like to let the record reflect that, unfortunately, Sheena did not hit Raquel. They were both in New York uh, at Watch, What's Happened, Watch What Happens Live. Um, they, Rick, uh, Sheena rather found out about the situation after they were at a bar. She did not deck her. She doesn't have a black eye. Whatever Raquel's sister, Rachel's sister is saying is cap. Okay, not true. Not true. It's also crazy because like everything that um, Rachel's sister was trying to say, it's like, you're making her look worse and you're making us like, like, we don't feel sorry for her. Right. That made me really <laughs> like Sheena. That was like the best news I had heard. Honestly, <laughs> like this is not doing what you think it's doing, girl. And yeah, so I predict <clears throat> that over the next several days, um, there's going to be a lot of attempts at damage control on both of their parts um you know my friend has stated as such publicly that he was on the phone at the house being like let's do whatever it takes to make me look better and oh wow 
so yeah, I mean, this man is diabolical. I don't know what's wrong with him. All of this behavior is extremely weird. Weird. And, and I, I'm, I, <laughs> weird. It's so sad because I'm thinking about the fact that like, okay, we, like Ariana just like froze her eggs. Right. Right. And like, even after the proposal, um, well, um, what's his name now? Gosh, James's proposal, right? Mm -hmm. She made the point and the show be like, well, if you did something like this, maybe I would say yes. Right? right. So I feel like she was even coming around to wanting the things that he wants just because she likes, loves him that much. Right. Only for it to be this. Also, like, don't even get me started in the like, trading in like you know what i mean for you want to be with her now the 28 year old like that's that alone pisses me off oh my god like get real get real get real i mean there's no what do you and what do you and raquel have to talk about well exactly there's no part of me like i you know seeing all the pictures of them together from you know now that we know um i'm still seeing like a dude who looks pretty creepy and a girl like who have nothing in common you guys are gonna get out of this whirlwind and be like oh i fucked up like this was really stupid nothing right. about this is going to benefit you guys at all and i hope it's worth it i really do because if it's not and when it's not what is it all gonna be for neither of you guys are gonna i'm glad you said so when it's not when it's not yeah like <laughs> you guys don't have anything in common and i don't even think honestly i do not even think raquel honestly cares about this good dude and i hope he finds out one day i don't think she cares i think she's opportunistic and i'm like okay so how what like was she playing a long game here where she's like I'm, like let me just stay with james pretend that i like trust him and like i don't care about these things because she did come on with a very um, serious victim narrative this year, mm -hmm. right? Being all like, you know, I was just so brainwashed and oh, my James. And every time I see Hallie, I'm going to sit her down and try to get her to talk shit about James. <laughs> and doing that whole stitch. Right. Like, How much of, was this all late? Because when your dad picked you up from the reunion, we thought that was the last of you. Right. 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 I, you know, and now we have to exist in a world where I'm like, you know, I, I really have been saying this quietly over the years that one thing about Jax is that like, he's not a good person, but he's never been wrong. And this really, like he had been mentioning <sighs> things about uh, uh Tom over the years. And I was like, that's in my mind, that's really the only thing that he was wrong about. And you know what? He was right. And look at that. He was right. <laughs> To make us have to say <laughs> Jax was right. Right. Fuck you, Tom Sandoval. <laughs> Fuck you for that alone. That alone. Like, I have to sit up here and say, well, Jax had a point. Broken Awful. clocks. Broken clocks. <laughs> Lala's right. James has been right. Oh God! Okay, so for James, that's another person who like is very giddy about this right now. He is. He is. I feel like he's 
yeah he is he is for sure <laughs> it's the fact that he was the one like with his whole his real account sending him the shit to Dubois like oh my really god <laughs> James James um so where do and you think this land because Ariana wanted out like how much of that she wanted like shared so repeat that I wonder how much of like Ariana was she okay with him sharing all that because like I feel like the first news of like the seven months in the house like all of that came from James oh um my understanding is that Ariana is saying y'all can say whatever the fuck you want so okay gotcha <laughs> that, yeah, that, that is my understanding um there I mean why even bother to protect this man why even bother shout out to her for being able to like I cannot imagine being in a public situation where you were just spending hours of your life supporting this dude actively spending your time doing this you go backstage and I'm just thinking like you're scrolling back and scrolling back and scrolling back I could not even imagine cannot imagine cannot like it is the fact that he has she has supported him through everything the one thing she had for herself he weaseled his way into mm -hmm. her cocktail book has not let this girl have anything for herself I can't even speak to like even on both ends prior to this I was like kind of annoyed because I'm like does Sheena ever stand up for Ariana like this like this, is there ever any opportunity for Tom to have Ariana's back the way that she always has his? Mm -hmm. And then for this to happen to her is just so upsetting. And Sheena better be ready to like, now she needs to actually throw hands. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Not let the Azusa come out, okay? Like, I hope they were just trying to soft launch the rumor. Let's see. Like, let's see how it goes so that I can really fight Raquel. <laughs> now she knows we're all behind it. Let's test it with the audience and see how we feel. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, it looks like they're going to be extending filming for the next couple of weeks to try to fit this into the um season somehow. Um shout Which out to I'm Kristen so happy Doty. about shout out to Kristen Doty for showing up as a real girl's girl, you know. Shout out to her. I love that. I I, I you know, Kristen is somebody that like I feel like she has a very um, raccoon-like energy. And by that, I mean, Carol, I don't sure. want to be in a room. <laughs> she would just make me uncomfortable. But you know what? She did the right thing. And um, shout out to her. Shout out to her for showing up in a time of need. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. 
I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. She's a good Judy. Sure. Good girl for that. God. Um, what do you think of this? Like, I've heard people saying that, like, um, she was actually making out with Tom Sandoval at Coachella. And that's what, but I feel like we would have heard about that if it was like, that was just a mix up. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree like, with people that. People know what they look like. You know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> like at some point somebody would have clarified. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I fully believe that, um, but I feel like Schwartz is probably known probably at least since like September I just don't see how it would have been possible because it seems like like Jamal posted back that they had stuff back in December and February of people reaching out about this and that they chose not to say anything out of respect for Ariana so oh my that's so messy so he was it was like you were still being messy about it yeah because I did see things start coming out that they maybe had a um an open relationship and I remember Ariana tweeting like I'm not that cool I don't know why you guys would think that and I'm like is it because people are seeing like behaviors from Tom that look sketch right like maybe he was planting the seed with other people and being like oh we're having troubles right now and you know listen listen one thing bitch if you try to even plant the seed of like we were having problems and nobody nobody cares we don't no. care. We don't care. Because you can break up with people. That exactly. never works for me. It does exactly. not work. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Once you once you bring somebody into the home that you share with them, don't tell me about like we're having problems. You brought That's another thing. Oh. And then you let her hang out with her. Yeah. That's what's pissing me off is like there wasn't even a like an instinct on Raquel's that to start distancing herself right like where's your sense of decency bitch like who raised you and let me tell you one thing there's nothing more annoying than a bonnie and clyde couple okay this you against the world shit this like oh people don't get our love that is the worst couple the worst and it's annoying because it's like they're gonna cling to each other now and they're gonna be able to they're gonna stay together just off that right a spiteful and feel vindicated in some way like we make sense when it's like yeah like of course the person you're having an affair with is fun and it could go on for a long time because you don't talk it's only the fun part right right like all you do is fuck and then that's it like you're not like you don't have anything in common this relationship is gonna be a mess you're probably wasted half the time that too rolling on molly it like of course you know she's probably stroking the fuck out of his ego singing his little songs pretending any of his originals are good right she probably she probably doesn't even know who incubus is okay <laughs> he probably had to explain she's it to like her. oh my god you wrote that that's such a good song i love that song wish you were here so good <laughs> god i hate her i'm so mad what a dummy what an absolute dummy what I can't she would do this to her i cannot believe this 
I just want to say as we as we end this Ariana if you hear this I have a little bit of advice for you out of the Chai and I know you own this book spiritually uh the international book of bad bitches there's oh, a new yeah. chapter the new chapter is ice spice one one okay <laughs> how can I lose if I'm already chose like hey if she's feeling hot then I make that bitch froze and I get that bitch tight every time that I post. Okay, that's my advice to you. Period. Make her sweat. Make her sweat. Chai, do you have any final thoughts? Um, I need Ariana and and Katie to like start doing something with the sandwich shop. Give us merch, <laughs> right? Like people are itching oh. to support you. Like do something. Give us something to support. Speaking of, there actually is merch uh, by a an account on Instagram. I'm going to link it. Um, it. She's called Ether Opal. And she posted in the style of the Schwartz and Sandys logo, it says Scumbag and Cheaters Lounge. And so in conjunction with Ariana, 100% of the proceeds are going to be going to um, a place called Alexandria House. So yeah, I'll post the link in, in the episode description. It's actually a really and that's a charity and like ariana's with look at a queen she didn't even try to profit for herself exactly exactly <sighs> a queen through and through we salute you chai do you want to tell everybody where they can find you yes um my podcast what's the name of my podcast <laughs> y'all are mad enough <laughs> y'all are mad enough <laughs> me and my co-host antonio took a uh, We've been on break for this month, but we're starting back recording this week. Um, definitely check me out there. I'm also starting a Patreon. Be on the lookout for that, where I just want to talk about like personal things, mom stuff, family stuff, dealing with in-law stuff, but I need it under behind a paywall. So love that. They love can't that. see it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girl. Well, you have a good day. I'm going to um, start my altar and my voodoo dolls. Oh, I've had, there's so many pins in Raquel. I know she can't even stand up. <laughs> She's over there like, what's going on? For real. Oh my God. <laughs> Bye girl. Bye. Hello guys. Um, so after this segment, I um, was privy to some information and I felt like it would be good. I don't know if good's the word. Um, important to round this story out based on the things that I have heard and I you know shout out to beyond the blinds everything that you hear at this point is alleged so let's let's move on right okay so there was a demois uh blind item that came out Sunday afternoon and allegedly this is true now I'm going to read this to you um subject being beauty queen in crisis mode Raquel fired her PR team yesterday, which is not so coincidentally the same as Tom Sandoval's PR. Her new team is already on the offensive, crafting a narrative that Raquel is also a victim in this. When she films with Sandoval later today, she's been advised and is planning to break things off with him, but TBD on if that happens. The plan is then to go after him for screen recording the FaceTime sex sessions without Raquel's consent, which was uncovered by... Uh, Ariana on Sandoval's phone and led to the unraveling of events. 
They're planning to allege that Sandoval took advantage of Raquel while she was in a vulnerable moment in life, clouding her judgment and then recording intimate videos without her knowledge. She will then go on an apology to her, relaying that she's devastated by what unfolded and for betraying one of her best friends. At present, Raquel's not taking responsibility for her role in this affair. She's more concerned with correcting the record on the finger banging video than taking accountability for the hurt that she's caused. And just for the record, she didn't have these ideas nor plans to distance from Sandoval until she did not plan to do this until the PR advised her to do so. Um, So yeah, Um, I can say that I have heard that this is true. I can also allege a couple of other things that I have heard. I have heard that um, uh, Raquel's in a place of like, I don't really know what to say to Ariana. Um, And so therefore she has not really made any moves in order to uh, try to reconcile, explain herself, that has not happened. In terms of this narrative that uh, they like really want to ride off into the sunset together, I'm being told that allegedly this is not necessarily a consistent narrative, that there is uh, times where they're saying, yeah, this is a real deal, and other times where they're like, oh, no, I did not want to be in a relationship with Raquel. Um, A lot of flip-flopping happening um and yeah that just things are very messy that this is really very shocking um like on some we don't know who this dude is (laughs) shit like totally out of left field not a good situation with regard to the facetime recordings um Uh, allegedly that is true and it seems kind of like you know despite the feelings that are deserved towards uh, both parties for the situation at the end of the day consent is key and like that part of it is just like not chill (laughs) and also in terms of like Patrick Summers trying to put his hat into the ring um, you know (laughs) There's not a whole lot of believing happening in terms of like, uh, you know, narratives and reliable narratives happening out of, you know, Tom at this point. But uh, I think people don't really believe it. I think Patrick Summers, this dude, I mean, go home, Roger. Like, why would you want to make these allegations? If you guys didn't know, I'm sure it's all over Reddit at this point. But this guy, Patrick Summers, who uh, tried to make a name for himself Last season with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills by saying that Lisa Rinna was hired him to run game against Kathy Hilton or something. I don't know. But now he's claiming that he's got a girlfriend named Julia. That girl also dated Tom and that she got an abortion. Tom like ghosted her after said abortion. Um, It's seeming like, no, (laughs) that's not really, nobody really believes that. So, I mean, I would find it to be an incredible coincidence that the man who consistently lied about last year at Beverly Hills would all of a sudden be truthful about this. So let's, you know, let's not pay any attention to this dude. Okay. I think I might be done. Let's go. So what was it like hosting the Halloween party with Len? Hold on. I'm reading, oh, wow, wow, hold on. This is interesting. 
What the hell is this article? I don't know. Don't f***ing play these games with me and try to embarrass me and say I had all these dates at the Halloween party that you forced on me. You forced that Halloween party on me that I didn't want. Yes, and you had to ship your girlfriend off away because she got a restraining order against me and she couldn't come to the party. And you had girls, you were all over them. And did you, maybe you should remind everybody that you said you were happy because you wanted to uh, date a bunch of girls or meet a bunch of girls and flirt with them, which you did, and everyone saw you doing. The only one that was being like a pig at the party was you. Leave me alone. All right, you guys, let's end this episode talking about the finale of season five of Real Housewives of Miami. 16 episodes, no skips. What a season. Absolute bangers every time. Give it up for our girls, you know? Five claps. You get five claps. Let's move on. So, you know, last week, Marina just fully turned on Lisa because she got one apology from Lenny and was like, well, you know, maybe you shouldn't go to New York so much. Maybe you wouldn't be leaving open spaces for 20-somethings to go steal your man. So, you know, Lisa's telling her, um, I went to New York for dental work. That doesn't give Lenny a pass to do whatever the fuck he wants, right? He's been DMing girls all day long, all this time. And Marina goes, yeah, well, I actually spoke to him about that. And he says, you know, it's innocent. And just shrugs. Just shrugs. So Lisa says in a confessional, she has seen the messages between him and this chick going on for years now about how, you know, how she was recently going through his phone and she was seeing the forever symbol and I love you. I want to be with you. And Lenny's been saying that this has been going on for a week. How is that possible? This has to have been going on for much longer than that. If you're, you're not a weekend and doing a forever emoji for nothing. Right. Um, bullshit, absolute bullshit. But here's my thing. It's like, okay, well then Lisa, it sounds like you knew then. Like, not that she needs to take ownership, but you've been saying that you had no idea <laughs> that this is going on. But now you're saying that you've been seeing DMs from them for over years, years of time, and you were suspicious the whole time. So, yeah, I mean, I don't really know what the shock is here for you, Lisa, but never mind. Never mind. You're going through enough. So... Then Lisa tells Marina, you know, I, you would think that he would at least care enough about me baseline as the mother of his children to like, not want to treat me like this so that they have the best kind of mother. So Marina's like, yeah, I mean, she did have to admit you're right about that. She goes, well, actually I talked to him last night and, you know, I told him, Hey, Lisa's upset. I think she's depressed. And he just said, you know, mom, it takes time. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Marina. Thank you. Thank you so much. Time's like a doctor, she says. <laughs> Not this one. Not Lenny, but maybe another doctor. Then Lisa says in a confessional, like, basically she gave up her whole world for him. She moved to Miami for Lenny. She gave up her friendship. Sounds like her family as well. Now she feels all alone. Marina's fucked off. She took a U-turn from um, compassion right back to Lennyville. And... Now she might even lose her kids half the time. So it, it's it's not great. Next, Gertie and Lisa Larsa have lunch. And Gertie says that she feels like 
what happened to Adriana in the Bahamas was a breakdown, a full mental breakdown. And so she wants to give Adriana one more chance. She's going to have the melting pot party. Hey, we're all from Miami, but we come from different places. Uh, you know, we can all get together and see each other. But Lars is like, hey, like, you know, I'm just never that ready. And um, neither Alexia and Marisol. And, you know, then she says in a confessional, Adriana needs like a shrink and like a healer, like a lot of people. Like, so I don't know. And then we see Adriana. Turns out she didn't need a, a shrink uh, or a healer, a shaman, um, a therapist, a, a little novelty stone that says peace or happiness on it. Turns out all she needs is music in the form of Emilio Estefan. This woman who just cried last week about how, you know, the potential of her foot being broken at some time that is not going to happen is going to eventually end up with her dead in the bed with her dog eating half her face off. Um, now, wow, wow, wow. I've only got a year and a half of alimony left. Here I am in the studio dropping beats with Emilio Estefan, one of the biggest <laughs> fucking producers in the world. Definitely in Miami, definitely in this country. And you're telling me as we're walking by all these plaques of platinum, gold, and silver albums um, that this shit doesn't come with a, a ching, 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 ching price? Ma'am. And you wanted me to feel sorry for you about how you were about to go broke? And you, girl, optics, let's really think about this. She even says in a confessional that like this validation and this song that she's going to be dropping with Emilio is going to give her the respect from the women and for them to realize that she's doing something serious. Why do you need this validation from them? Like, why are you crying about getting the American dream when you've been quite comfortable financially for like decades? It like, I just don't, what is your American dream? Is it you being a middle-aged woman Talking about Gucci bags in a song? Fendi, Fendi, Gucci, Louis Prada? Like, is this what you need? Because you've also been doing that for quite some time, Adriana. I'm not quite sure what it is that you haven't done. I feel like you've achieved the American dream quite some time ago. Even more so than me. <laughs> more than most Americans. I, I Girl, <laughs> let me move on, move on. So Alexia and Marisol go over to Lisa's house. They're like, let's go in this wine cellar, get the most expensive bottles of wine. Like, fuck Lenny. Lisa's saying in a confessional, does he care about my feelings? No, I certainly don't care about his wine. Then she tells them, Lenny's still coming over to the house. He usually comes over about 5 30, 6 o'clock. Uh, the clock on the screen says 6 37. They're like, oh shit, is he coming? She's like, no, no, no. I told him I was going to have friends over. Marisol's like, thank God, because I don't know what we would have done if he walked in, because we have talked a lot of shit about Lenny. Like, a, a lot. A lot of shit. But then Lisa tells. Uh, the girls that Adriana pleaded with her to help her with the relationship between Alexia and Adriana, right? So Marisol goes, well, you know, that really should have been my role to like help the two of them. But since I'm also not talking to her, you know, I guess that's your role now. <laughs> so then Lisa goes, you know, I just feel like I had a come to Jesus moment with Adriana and we all did at her video release party. I think it took her like an hour to really understand what it is that she said to you, Alexia. 
But Alexia goes, you, okay, well, you can't be doing that shit. And then reach out like a week later and text me and just say, my bad, you know, sorry for everything, right? Although Alexia says in a confessional, Adriana needs to know that it's not okay to do and say the things that she does. And so she tells Lisa, I'm going to see her at this melting pot party. But honestly, like, I don't even want to discuss it. I don't want to talk to her. Marisol wants to know if, uh, did I get also an apology on this too? Because what she said to me was messed up. (laughs) And, you know, Adriana says that she's depressed or whatever. But Alexia's like, you know, listen, I'm sorry that she feels like that way, but she messed up. My bad. (laughs) We get to a high point in the episode where we see that Martina and Julia have gotten their groove back. They're back to being horny for each other. Julia really had a come to Jesus moment. And she says in a confessional, look, I still don't really want to do dinners for two at home. It's still pretty sad for me. But things between Martina and I are going much better. So Julia apologizes to Martina for being a little bit wrapped up in herself. And Martina is like, ah. She is beyond understanding. She's like, it's okay. Listen, like, I get it. I just see all the love that you give to, like, the goats and the Elvis. And he's got the pampers, no pampers. And, you know, he's biting at the other dogs at the dog party. And I just maybe wish that you would just give some of that attention to me. Because I need it. Like, Julia says, yeah, I think where I messed up is that I felt like we were good and so I could do other things. And Marie, Martina's like, yeah, no, that's that's, not a mis- that's a mistake on you. Like, I need stuff too. So Julia says, you know, thank you. You know, I feel like we're so close to getting to the adoption. I'm so excited about it. And Martina's like, hey, you know, what's life without a little bit of adventure? And I mean, Martina's really like very easy breezy in a way that, you know... <laughs> I would think a lot of people in Martina's position who like have been very successful and retired from that success and have just sort of been basking in it for however long would maybe not want to take on the task of like a very young child and an adoption and to just be like, I know that this is what you want and I'm down for it. Like, it's just another adventure. Like, I want to be with it on that adventure with you. I mean... Let's all find a love like that, right? Then we have to go a little bit low again, kind of, because Nicole tries to, or she brings her friend Dr. Lisa over for a, like, not quite session, but session with her dad, right? Nicole says, look, I'm not trying to therapize my dad. I just want Lisa to, like, keep our conversation on track. So Dr. Lisa asks about the engagement party, dad how are you he's like well I behaved you know it can be very difficult to put up with me because I do misbehave and as soon as Nicole praises him for at least being able to admit that he can be a difficult person he goes yeah well you know I've been like this for a long time it's kind of like riding a bike you know like I Nicole I know that Nicole's trying to get me to be a better person but I'm great (laughs) I'm good so Nicole says in a confessional Look, my dad's an old school Cuban. You know, he's used to doing whatever he wants with very little regard for other people because he's the man of the house and the provider, but he also needs to respect my feelings. So her dad goes on to say that he's done well as a father and he's about as close as he can get to perfection. And he feels pretty good about it. And if he feels good about it, then, you know, who cares? (laughs) Fuck everybody else, basically. 
So Dr. Lisa, I mean, played this much cooler than I would have because she's like, you know, I think it's interesting what you're saying because on the one hand, gosh, it really does feel nice. It must feel really nice to be just like not care at all, you know, what others think. But on the other hand, I just wonder how you think that might make somebody who thinks that you don't care feel when you say that. Just wondering. Like, I'm just wondering how you might feel about that. So he's like, listen, I've changed a lot in the last 10 years or so. And, you know, I'm always telling Nicole, I'm sending her card after card over the past years. Just, I'm proud of you. How great you've turned out. So Dr. Lisa goes, but what I'm not hearing is that you're not saying that I'm, I'm sorry to her. So will you look at her and do that? And he's just like, oh, wait, do you want me to, like, now? No, 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 I don't feel like it. Uh, maybe one day. Maybe one day she'll get it. <laughs> Sir. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Sir, so Dr. Lisa goes, okay, are you unable to apologize now? And he goes, no, but, you know, I just feel like I kind of keep Nicole at a distance intentionally to protect her from my craziness. And then he tells a story about how he took Nicole and her brother to the pumpkin patch to go get some pumpkins for Halloween. And then he says, uh, one of the hermanos came to see him, one of the brothers, some colleague of his came to see him. So he went one way. Nicole ended up getting out of the car looking for him. And then he says the lady couldn't see her and hit her here. And he points to the middle of his forehead. But then Nicole goes, um, no, I got, I got run over by a car. <laughs> oh, my God. So Dr. Lisa's like, hmm? So Nicole's father's excuse is that, well, I just feel like every time Nicole was with me, you know, I was living such a wild life, something bad would happen. So Dr. Lisa is able to turn this around, turns to Nicole and says, isn't it interesting that you view that situation as him rejecting you, but it lives in his head as like, oh, something bad happened. And I love her so much that I have to step aside to keep her safe and protected. So then Dr. Nicole gets emotional. She's like, honestly, I never really thought about it like that. And like, I just wonder if maybe my thoughts have been like overtaken by my feelings and like 
how if I can now view those memories differently, taking his perspective in mind. So then she says in a confessional, like, I have to be able to take off the goggles that have been tainting me. And it's refreshing in a way, but it's also sad because the memories are true, but there is more to it than I thought. And so at the end of the session, they vow to spend more time together and they hug. And I, I really feel for Nicole because I feel like she's being made to feel as though she's holding on to something that she shouldn't be or like she's continuing this um, dynamic because she's mad at him. And I feel like I don't, I'm not seeing enough people being like, you have every right to be pissed off. That's your father. And you should expect him to maintain a relationship as a father. And even though you're still an adult, now, now you're an adult, that doesn't necessarily go away. And you have the right to be mad about that. And you have the right to feel some type of way about that. Even if he felt like he was protecting you at the end of the day, you felt very damaged by that. And your life has now been affected and imprinted by that. Think of how that must've affected her relationships with other men or, you know, whoever other people not trusting them, thinking that like people are just going to always leave me. I mean, whatever the hell she's thinking, like obviously it has affected her life. And I just would like to see more people being like, you're right to be mad about that because that's fucked up. Even if he felt like he was doing something for you, you didn't have the capacity to understand that because you're a child, you know, and he made decisions as an adult. Why are we not holding him to the fire? And it's like, now that she's an adult, she's got to like, reframe all of her memory because he thought that he was doing the right thing. Okay. But clearly he wasn't. So what are we doing about that? <laughs> you know, how are we not holding him accountable for that? I don't know. That's, this is kind of wild for me. Like, I really hope that this works out well for Nicole and I want her to have a good relationship with her father, but I just feel like it seems like she's giving up a lot and like taking responsibility more for this than he is. In my opinion, you'll know what I'm saying. Cause it's, I feel like there's a lot of like, well, you're an adult now, so how can you fix it? But it's like, he's been adult this whole time, <laughs> you know? And we're just going to accept that. He's like, I feel like I'm pretty perfect and I'm happy with that. Oh, what? <laughs> That's wild. Anyway, speaking of a parent and child who are trying to fix their relationship before it gets too late. Alexia is at home with Frankie. They're cooking together and things are going really well for Frankie. Alexia is saying he's being a lot more independent. So we see scenes of them like him learning how to do laundry and scrambling eggs in the morning and opening a can. And, you know, she says, look, I'm a mother. I'm a Cuban mother. I just, it's hard for me to let go, but I want to lead Frankie down the right path. Meanwhile, we see uh, Peter over with his dad talking about they're grilling out in the backyard and Peter's pissed off, I guess. There's been some drama brewing between he and Alexia, but it doesn't seem like she knows it. He is feeling like, okay, Alexia asked him to go in on the business, her nail salon, right? He doesn't want to do it. He's feeling like she 
keeps like overriding him or you know just pushing him and stuff and he was just like I am getting to the point where it's getting too much I almost went to Puerto Rico to find a house I got a $350,000 loan I was looking at land and homes and properties like y'all don't know this it was getting that deep like I wanted to leave now seems like all of this is really having to do with his girlfriend the girlfriend that he had a domestic abuse uh, situation with, right? How Alexia is just like too on him about it. And he's like, get off me, bro. I don't want to do this. So I'm going to take my money and leave. And his dad is like, not not validating him, frankly. He's like, yeah, you know, I understand. She's pushing you. And, you know, you would think that she would understand because she was in the same situation. Her parents didn't like me and she ended up having to move in with me and it was a whole thing. And, you know, how she should realize how difficult that was and not put you in the same situation. He's like, yeah, you know, like, blah, blah. She wants me to get involved in the salon she really needs to give me more respect and responsibility and stuff i'm like bro have you earned any of this <laughs> let the people know because it's not really looking like it seems like you just want her to shut the fuck up about uh the situation <laughs> and uh and just like let her let you have this business, this nail salon business. Like, okay, and if you don't like it, then go to Puerto Rico then. Okay? Like, <laughs> what? Why does it scab? Don't we all feel like Alexia was really soft on Peter about that situation from what we saw on the show? Like, I felt like she was pretty lenient. So, mm, moving on. Next is time for the melting pot dinner, which is probably the most over-the-top dinner I've ever seen in Housewife history. It was not a diss. She gertified the fuck out of that dinner. I, I truly, like, the lights going up and down. The clear vinyl table with the flower petals so that you can see them, you know, inside, encased inside the table. The name signs and different colors hanging from the ceilings we see a whole little little cute little van that says cockies and it's got pre-made drinks that you just pull the lever and you can make your own drink ah cute on the way there marisol and alexia are driving together and marisol turns to alexia goes are you are you gonna eat tonight and alexia goes i always eat and marisol goes i had to ask me i'm ready for the cocktails and again, I have to ask, like I asked earlier this season, is this like a shtick? The like, I drink excessively and I don't ever eat, ever? Do you think that people think this is cute? Or is this like a, an, a situation, Marisol? I'm confused. Like, maybe you should have a piece of bread. Maybe calm down a little. The girls all gather to the party Adriana shows up last, right? So Julia's talking to like Larsa and Marisol or somebody else about how, hey, you guys, I just want to let you guys know, I don't just blindly support Adriana. Like, I want to make that abundantly clear. She says, look, I don't agree with what she did, but I feel bad for Adriana because she's lonely. Okay. And based on the things that she says, like, I just feel like she's got a lot of misplaced 
feelings, right? Now, Adriana pulls up. Shout out to the cameraman for the slow pan down to her very hard to walk in heels and how she seems to be walking in them just fine. Okay. And she pulls up. She's like, I want to apologize to Alexia and Marisol. I hope we can move forward. So she goes, right, makes a beeline. Adriana makes a beeline for uh, Marisol. Hugs her tight. Blah, blah, blah. Marisol's just standing there taking it. <laughs> she says in a confessional, everybody knows that you don't approach me for a serious conversation unless you see a glass in my hand and a lipstick print on the rim. Now, Larsa has devised a plan. She's trying to drop it on the ladies before Adriana, oh, they all sit down, right? She's devising the plan of just kill them with kindness. She wants to be, oh, you're the head bitch in charge. Beyonce who you're the prettiest you're so beautiful you're perfect you're Linda Evangelista Adriana the best pop princess to ever live and you're stupid beautiful right let's just douse her with compliments because clearly she doesn't get enough and we're just gonna do that until she gets sick of us and is like okay that's enough So Nicole says in a confessional, you know, I think if Adriana had just gotten the attention that she needed the first time when her, you know, foot got all twisted, she probably wouldn't have acted out because I just think that maybe she made that comment about Frankie out of desperation. And I can't believe that I am agreeing with Larsa on this plan. I actually think she's right. Something going on. So Adriana tells Larsa and Nicole I just don't really like to put my problems on people. And Larsa goes, but you've been putting your pain on people. And honestly, I'd rather have your problems than your pain. (laughs) You keep thinking you're a broken person. You're not, Adriana. You're blessed. You have a great kid, great life. Be, Be happy about it. I'm like, thank you. She is right. Then Larsa realizes that Gertie had the table set up so that Alexia has to sit right across from Adriana. And she's like, well, how do you feel about that, Alexia? She's like, well, I love her song. Okay. I love her song. That, that's it. And then Larsa tries to tell Alexia about the plan of just like dousing her with compliments on Adriana, right? Like tell her she's hot or whatever. And Alexia goes, what? Not tempered or hot looking? I'm not giving her any more attention. My kids need it. That's it. They all sit down for dinner and Alexia does give Adriana a compliment about the song. And Adriana really cracks me up because she goes, yeah, the song's about Miami. Babe, I looked up the lyrics. Miami is in the lyrics 16 times. (laughs) We know it's about Miami, girl. All of your songs are about Miami. (laughs) And here's another little tidbit. I was thinking that the lyrics were Miami, hot, 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 hot. Fire. It's not. It's Miami on, 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 on fire. Why? I don't like that. They should change it to mine. Gertie gets up to make a speech and she ends up crying because she tells Adriana, I can't kick you when you're down. (laughs) So I really hope you can make yourself vulnerable because if you want support, we're here for you when you need it. You just have to ask. So then Adriana gets up and says, I want to apologize to Alexia, Marisol. I cannot rationally explain why I said those things when we have such long friendships with each other. Alexia, I love you. I love Peter and Frankie. 
I love how you are as a mother. And what I said to you, I, it was not coming from a good place of mind. Well, Alexia goes, look, Adriana, you've known me since before the accident. You know how hard it was for me. And then she starts crying. She's like, why did you do that? And Adriana says, I was 100% wrong. I can't imagine why I would have said that other than I was having a mental breakdown. And Marisol goes, that's a horrible excuse. I can't take it. I've been in the same position as her. I didn't do that shit to my friends. So Alexia goes, I want to believe you, but actions speak louder than words. And I don't need to be reminded of my past. You're not 18, Adriana, and you're acting like it and you need to own it. So Adriana says, I should have said that I was going through a dark period. Please, I need you guys. And then she turns to Marisol and goes, and I'm sorry to you too, for real, because mentioning somebody from your past wasn't right, even though I thought at the moment that it was like exemplifying me as a good friend. Marisol straight up says, I'm not going to accept your apology because you fucked yourself. I've always defended you. I defended you to Larsa. I defended you to Alexia before. I've always been making excuses for you. I thought you were my friend. So Adriana then says, Adriana, she says, I think I repeated the story about your ex because I have ADD. The ADD, ADD rate makes me repeat things. Julia is just sitting there like, like, you know, shaking leg syndrome, just like trying to not say anything. Kiki's rubbing her hands like, you're doing good, Julia. You're doing good. Julia says in a confessional, I'm doing whatever I can right now to bite my tongue because what they're doing to Adrian is not right. They're treating her like a punching ball. She said punching ball. She meant bag. It's fine. Marisol then tells Adriana, you need to sit in your house and take a vow of silence for a year. (laughs) Was she watching the vow? How did you get that idea? Ma'am, no. Everybody's just sitting there like, oh, (laughs) Gertie says in a confessional, I just feel like Adriana's a broken person. Like, basically, like, the house is divided. Either people do not fuck with her at all, or they feel like she is so fucked up, Adriana is so beyond repair and fucked up as a person that they just feel sorry for her. And Adriana, I want you to know, neither of these options are great. You've really put yourself in a pickle. A dilly of a pickle here. (laughs) People either, either think you're psycho or irredeemable. Is this what you wanted for yourself? I don't think so. Lisa tries to, like, maybe tie everything together. She stands up and, like, I just want to say one thing. I'm not the one who says a lot. Let me just speak. Please listen to me. You guys, these past two months have brought all of you really close to me. And I have to say, I've been friends with Adriana for years. And I know her heart. I know she's genuinely sorry. I know you don't know how to express yourself because, you know, you're kind of a loner. You know, (laughs) we all handle things differently. Like I sit in my bed and cry and then I call you guys and I talk your ears off and I'm like, oh God, I'm talking to them for too long. But here's the thing, like, I'm so grateful and everything happens for a reason. And all the ladies are like, here, here, Lisa, clinking glasses together, like cheers, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
Not a thing. There, nothing was resolved because Alexia says right after that, I'm still not ready for you, Adriana. I just, you need to start showing things that you're going to say you're doing. Until that, I'm good. Marisol gets up. She says, I'm over it. And in a confessional, she goes, Adriana has shown she's not my friend. And then Adriana says, look, all I can do is apologize. So we get to the end of the episode. We're getting updates on everybody. You know, unfortunately, Martina had that double cancer diagnosis. And, and, you know, I hope she's doing well. Peter ends up having a conversation with Alexia about how he was going to fuck off to Puerto Rico. She apologizes for being too much on him. And, you know, I hope by letting go, we can get closer. We find out that they did get very close, she and Peter, because... She and Todd went on their honeymoon to Greece and Peter decided to join them because he broke up with his girlfriend. So, I mean, <laughs> great. Okay. Okay. Um, Larsa plays coy about her relationship with uh, Marcus Jordan, but they're in love with each other. She posted him on her um, screensaver on her phone. So, you know, it's real. There was a quick clip with Nicole having... Uh, hanging out with her mom and dad. The dad wasn't drinking. He's lost weight. He seems a little bit brighter. And things are going real well for her. $44 million. Well, I'm taking some Bezos money. Well, they sold their house to Jeff Bezos's mom. <laughs> okay. Um, and then we get to Lisa. And we find out that Lisa agreed to host this Halloween party with Lenny at their house, right? And so she's sitting in an interview and the producer's like, oh, tell us how that went. But Lisa's looking down on her phone and she goes, oh, hold on. Wow, wow, wow. This is interesting. So a headline pops up on the screen. It says, Lenny Hofstein claims Lisa was romancing two men at their Halloween bash. And did you guys see the picture of her, um, quote, at the Halloween party? Because it was a picture of them, her, outside the house, right? So, you're, like, the house is in the background. She's, like, in the driveway, right? But the, it is so clearly photoshopped. <laughs> like, babe, why did you even release that? You know we can see that, right? Like, so obvious. Anyway, she calls Lenny. And goes, what the hell is this article? And he just goes, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like she called her, like her, she called her teen son and was like, um, did you do your chores? Why didn't you, why didn't you unload the dishwasher? I don't know. I don't know. So then she just goes off on him. Don't play games with me. Try to get me embarrassed and say I had all these dates at the Halloween party that you forced me to have that I didn't want. And you had to ship your girlfriend off because she got a restraining order against me and she couldn't come to the party. And the screen says, um, asterisk, the restraining order against Lisa has been dropped. Um, and you had different girls and you were all over them. And maybe you should remind somebody that you were happy to that she wasn't there because you wanted to date a bunch of girls and meet a bunch of girls at that party, which you did because everybody saw you. And the only one acting like a pig is you. And Lenny just goes, leave me alone. And then the screen goes black and it says Finn in parentheses for now. Oh, God bless. We'll be in for the reunion. So I'll be recapping those on Monday. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back with our recap of the finale of Potomac and Jersey Wednesday and uh, Summer House and 
Vanderpump Rules on Friday. Can't imagine things I'm going to talk about, have to talk about by then. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank me for speaking. <laughs>